evening and welcome to Success in the City on a Tuesday night at half seven. My name's Helen Webster. I'm with the lovely Sandra Scott and our fabulous guest, who is a reappearing guest and has also been a co-presenter with us, is the wonderful Brian Quinn. Hello. 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 Yeah. Yes. So you're not a guest anymore. You're part of the no, show. No. Brian, he brings an incredible air of sophistication to the show <laughs> and professionalism. Every now and again, we need a bit of, don't we? <laughs> a bit of support. How <laughs> very kind. Okay, so we're continuing with the same format. We're going to carry everything. We've just moved the time, that's all. So first thing, oh, shout yeah. out to the kids. And the, yeah, the day and the time. Shout out to the kids. San, any little people you want to shout out to? Oh, uh, yeah, I want to give a... A, quite a big shout out actually to young Corey who has had his Russian lesson this evening half five to six he just does half an hour with Covid so and because of him his two sisters the three of them I teach them back to back the three of them uh, Tanya does Russian with them and then I do the French and Spanish the three of them are isolated now at oh. home for eight days so the girls can't back to go back to school but his his voice was really bad, and he did all the Russian alphabet and everything. He did brilliantly. So, uh, absolute massive shout out to Corey this evening. Well done, Corey. Well done, well done. Right, any little people? Uh, yeah, we've got three new people joining the uh, nursery this week. Um, lovely, isn't it? In the new year, and we've got three new uh, little ones coming into that. In fact, one was. Um, so present today we could hear him through the wall refusing to go home after his taster oh isn't that lovely <laughs> i had to get up and go and see if everything was okay uh, but it was uh, fingers round all sound as we say hell yeah. um he just didn't want to go home he was loving it um so oh. yeah we've got three new boys uh join the nursery arena this week so that's awesome Brilliant. was he kicking off because he had to go home and imagine the parents would have been nervous taking him to do a little test session. And as a parent who has a child who's flipped in nursery or skipped in, depending where he was, there's nothing, they would have been so happy that he didn't want to come home, you know. Totally. And, and it's been a repeat occurrence, uh, which of course, as the owner of something that you're doing for the first time is just amazing. I remember the day I started school of five, I didn't go to nursery. It was horrendous. Um, and I hated it and I cried and I cried Aww. and I cried. But the teacher was lovely and I still do to this day remember the smell of her perfume. So, you know, it's, it's one of the things and reasons why we're doing what we're doing. But it's it, awesome having um, kids coming in and not wanting to go home. Just fantastic and seeing that change already. Yeah, being yeah. in a safe environment, isn't it, where it's like all safe and warm and the people are safe and warm as well, so they just feel cool. And it is a dead cool place as well. Hang on like a minute, it. which perfume did the teacher have on? I knew you were going to ask Oh, I've, I've no idea what it was called, but you know, as you know, I do know perfumes now. And nay, and nay. That was like 1965, 66, yeah, wasn't it? So I'm guessing it was probably something like an Estee Lauder... Um, Youth No. What's the other one? There's loads it, of them. It, it'll um, come to me anyway. I'm guessing. It <laughs> so Jane Jane Kane's listening and she's typed. Private two. collection. Esther Lord of Private Collection would be my best guess. Yeah. Dave Verberg and Peter Lloyd are both listening in and they've said, is it Wednesday yeah. already? Yeah. What's going on? So everybody's freaked out now, aren't they? Um, Dave says uh, it my would have God. been old spice. On the no, teacher. No, it was a she, Dave. No. Yeah, no, never mind. Um, <laughs> I'm going to shout out to our not little, little people, they're big, little people. So, our young people um, have all been back in the office today and it was just hysterical. So, I asked them if they'd been on the nice list or the naughty list, you know, and they were like, wow. And I was like, well, did Father Christmas come and see you? And they were like, eh, eh, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's cool. What did he bring? Yeah, I know, but they, they all got lovely presents and things, and they all had a boss time. And Maybe. it was just lovely to have them all back in the office. And um, so then this morning, they were all a little bit like, you know, quiet with each other because they haven't seen each other for like two weeks. So I went out to the toilet and come back again. And then they were just like, bah, 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 chatting away to each other. So it was lovely. So it was just, uh, yeah, it's cool to see them all back. And they've worked dead hard. So we're uh, amazing. Oh, I'm going to shout out to them. So to Beth Emmett and Jack today for being boss. 
Great. So, yeah. um, success for the week for you personally. Um, I'm going to start with Bry. Already? Uh, well, it's only day one. Um, well, I suppose that I've got through everything that I set out to do today. Um, and I didn't come home until that was done. So that's good. Um, I've left that all prepped and ready for tomorrow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Amazing. I love that. What about you, San? Well, so I would say since our show last week for us, yeah. is, it's nearly a week because it was last Wednesday and we're on Tuesdays now. But we've had quite a few. So we spent the whole of Thursday planning and we have this book, which I would recommend, which Helen actually gave to me several years ago, Your Best Year Yet. And it does a summarised version and it's all you're planning for the year, the goals and everything you do. So we spent the whole of Thursday from like eight in the morning, didn't we? Nine-ish, um, planning all day long till about gone five at night. We did that and we still did. We finished it all yesterday morning um, and a bit into the afternoon. So we spent ages on it and it's all our goals for the whole year, right across the businesses, everything. We didn't talk about the radio. We didn't talk about the show. We did everything else. So that was good. And um, and we had we had loads of planning and everything, but one of my great successes, which is a miracle, um, and thank you, massively, massive shout out to the you of Ben, who when I left my phone on New Year's Eve, and they had it there the next morning. The gentleman was so kind, and I went at eleven o'clock, picked it up, met the beautiful Chow dog, which was gorgeous. Oh, yeah. And um, uh, he gave me my phone back. So that was very fortunate. So thank you to everyone who was involved helping in that. that was um, brilliant. So that well was done. good as well, yeah? Well done, you. About you? Um, so my success, I started Red January. on. Um, so Red January is run every day. Mm -hmm. um and so i thought right okay so i did i do crocs park little woods with the dog quite often bit muddy sort of thing bit of a walk so i thought oh i know i'll um i'll do it as a run so i did it as a run on monday mm -hmm. was it monday yeah the first wasn't it um no it wasn't on the first was sunday so i did it on no saturday even saturday was the first i did it then couldn't walk on sunday because my legs were in bits oh. so i did a little i did the little 5k run with the dog on and last night, my legs were even more smashed. But part of them, I've decided I'm going to do trail running. So part of that was to run barefoot. So I did that. Um, mm -hmm. And then and then I used, today I used our calf stretching wedge. I saw the TikTok. Phenomenal. Yeah, so Beth created the TikTok today. So I said to Beth, I said, can we do a little TikTok about this? She went, yeah, yeah. So she did. So she was like, what what music should they use? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I said, just try like something with the word stretch. And it's dead funny because this rapper says something like stretch, stretch, stretch as a step onto it. So it was like hysterical. <laughs> so um, she's just dead cool at it. She's just dead clever. So good at TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, so she created the little TikTok and uh, and me, me calves feel amazing from using it. So brilliant. brilliant. Yeah. So so I think that was my success is that um, I'm going to carry on with that flu. And we had our lovely planning day and. If we do yeah. everything well, when we do everything that we've thought that we've agreed, smashing life, aren't we? I know. And I had the same sort of a similar meeting. Ronan and I did it today for Brilliant. him in the translation stuff and everything. So I was really pleased about that Brilliant. as well. So. so Peter Lloyd saying he's been reading the E-Myth, revisited by oh, it's, it's his annual read. Um, so Dave yeah. will approve. And yeah, yeah I've read the E-Myth as well. It's a great book. Um, so we're gonna play this or that. Brian's going to join in with this or that, asking us as well, which we're throwing them on right in and under the spot there. Like so, um, so who's going first? Would you like me to go first? If you want to go first, okay. Helen, mm. crystal ball or palm reading to Ooh. be the recipient of. I was going to say I'm not very good at either. Um, <laughs> um, I think I'd like to get my palm read. I've had my palm read. Have yeah. I've always wanted to go into like you know when you go in Blackpool and you have that like in the, then the curtain closes and you have a gift that yeah. Um, a palm reading probably for me because I think that's a bit more that you can see what's going on in your hand. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Brian? Um, yeah. I think um, I'd definitely go for palm reading, I think. Uh, no offence to any crystal ball readers. Um, but Ofsted often make uh, reference to not crystal ball reading, so kind of like just not a nice vibe, really. Yeah. Palm reading, yeah, defo, I can go for that. 
Yeah. What about you, Sam? Well, I'd, I've had my palm read a few times years ago, but I've, I've never had anyone read a crystal ball. Although, red face moments, I know it's not the time, but this is what happened to me with the crystal ball. Jumping ahead of the agenda, Sam. <laughs> yeah. Guess what happened? I'm yeah. going to put, hang on, I'm going to put a tick next to that you've got a red face moment, so I remember to ask you about it. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. do you want me to tell you the crystal ball one now or later? No, when it's red face, it's not red face yet. Okay, I'll, doing this I'll one tell you red face later about the crystal ball. Go on then. Mm. Okay, <laughs> who knows what's going to come out, right? We're just like preparing ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so embarrassing, I can't tell you. Can't wait. Um, <laughs> binge watching or watching it every week? Um, Bry. Binge watching all day long. Got no patience. Can't wait. Yeah. What yeah. about you, son? And if you're watching Emmerdale currently, you'll know what I mean because I can't wait for someone to get that meaner one. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what you're referring to, but there we go. Well, of course you wouldn't because you've got a life. <laughs> <laughs> um, so sometimes I will watch things like, say it's a half hour show, I'll watch like four or something like that, but I don't watch much anyway, do I? Um, Shits Creek, I quite liked. I watched them four in a row, that was hilarious. But and Emily in Paris, I watched and the new season is out now. So there's a few of them, and that Firefly, whatever it's called, Road or something, the one Die Cannon recommended, I watched that as well. But like, um, you know, and it's this is quite harrowing, you know, the drama that's been on and the last two nights. I actually, a lot of people watched it back to back in one hit. There is no way I could have done it. But then the I lost sleep each night, and I thought if I'd have watched them all together, I might not have. I was trying to work out that might have been the best thing to do, but it's too harrowing. So yeah. I'm glad they've done it an hour each night. So I'm going to watch yeah. that later as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same. Um, so Dave says, um, Cliff, hashtag cliffhanger. Um, he likes to binge watch. John Howie's listening it, and he says he likes to binge watch as well. Um, so I like to binge watch, um, and but. We watched, I can't think what we watched, but we watched and we waited like every Sunday to watch it, you know, the way you used to, and you used to have to be ready yeah. for Sunday at nine, otherwise you'd miss it. Yeah. The only thing is, I forget what's happened. <laughs> so it's like oh. a week later, I'm thinking, oh, who's that? Who, who, who do they get? And, and yeah, so I think I, I'm, a, I'm a binge watcher. Helen, I've got something worse than that. I was watching Downton with my mum the other <laughs> day, I got my mum around for dinner. And we had Downton Abbey, like a film on or something. She likes it. it. And I took her and my auntie to see it the other year at the pictures in Walton Village. And it was on. Anyway, the ads came on, whatever. And then it came on and I said to my mum, do you know what? If you'd have asked me what we were watching, I wouldn't have had a clue. I can watch something. The ads come on and when it comes back on, it's a complete surprise to me. Because I just don't even engage in telly that much at all. I was like, that. oh, we're watching this. <laughs> Right in the middle of the film. <laughs> I love Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey's yeah. one of my faves. Go on then, son. Next, this or that. Okay. Thinking about the start of the new year and the year we've got ahead. One two-week holiday Ooh. or two one-week holidays. <sighs> Radical, I know. Who are you asking first? Right. Um, so, uh, well, those of you who know me very well, it's just a two week beach holiday end of heaven because I don't even start to unwind until the first week's over, really. So, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. two one week holidays for me, but I'd rather have four long weekends because <laughs> well. I'd rather have little and often through throughout the year, something to look forward to as you go along. See, I need to lie down and soak in the sun and it needs to get me through the winter. Do you know what I mean? So I'd rather have possibly 10 days. and I'd like two 10 days ones. There you go. That's mine. It's hard to take two weeks out the business. I think when you're in business, I just think two weeks is like a long time, isn't it? Of like, just, So I'm not a massive sunny person, you see. So I think lying in the sun for two weeks is like, 
once I've done it for three days, I'm like, I want to move on to something else then. And, and do. So that's why I quite like the longer weekends, I think. Uh, and by the end of it, you've stopped wearing shoes and everything. It's just great. <laughs> <laughs> I no longer wear shoes. Yeah, so yeah. Dave says, oh, that's a good one. A two week holiday for me. It feels like a proper holiday. Yeah. I know lots of people have like a two week and, and, and a bit like Bryce says, you know, it takes you the whole week, the second week to then uh, chill. Um, is it me or is it you, Bry? Uh, I think it's my turn, isn't it? Well, mm -hmm. Trains or boats, Helen? Um, trains. Trains, yeah. I, I, I'm just dead seasick. Uh, yeah, rubbish. Can't even go on a rowing boat. <laughs> trains. Well, you have, I've seen you. From my, very, from my very balcony. Oh, I can paddle myself. I'm in control. I can paddle myself, but I can't like, go on a boat. Control yeah. three. <laughs> <laughs> Sandra, um, so when you say boat, yeah, clarify what type of boat. Any boat as a as a means from here to okay, there. So here we go. A journey. All right. I like the ferry. But if we're going to pitch it against the Orient Express, yeah. it's a train. Okay. If we're talking Mersey Rail against Holland America Line Five Star Cruise, it's the <laughs> Five Star Cruise. Sorry about the carbon footprint, but that's <laughs> it. So it depends. It's got to be like for like. If it's the ferry or Mersey Rail, the ferry wins hands down. I love the ferry. And when I used to live over the water, the commuter ferry from Wallasey, you get a coffee thrown in as well. And it's it's just brilliant, and it's cheaper than the bus. You get the fresh air. I love, used to love coming in to Liverpool on the ferry. Um, train, it just it's got to be a very nice train to win over a boat. Okay. I'm much a boat, I suppose. Sure. <laughs> um, I could do the same, I suppose, but I love train journeys to places. I always find it really exciting. I love sitting by the window and just looking out because um, you get to see part of the country that you don't because train lines tend to be in nowhere places yeah. don't they you know so yes. i well, love I that like to do the, the trans-siberian express and they bring you tea in a, in a samarkand in a, yeah. a samovar and everything don't they oh, yeah. i'd love to do that so as a major fan uh of Kraftwerk, one of my all-time favorite groups ever uh who did the song trans europe express so mm. Um, that's still on my bucket list. I did book it actually once and then cancelled it. Long oh, story. Man. Um, I know I have major, major regrets about it. Um, so, um, but yeah, still, uh, still on my list of things to do to um, go on the Trans Europe Express. Cool. And, uh, maybe like in the song Meet Iggy Pop, who knows? <gasps> We'll arrange that for you, Brian, next year. Hopefully he's still with us, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, Brian, Bailey's or Port? Not Bailey, your dog. Bailey's as oh, in the drink. Oh, God, that's port. really hard. I don't like either of those drinks oh, much. don't you? For hand-forced, it would be Port. I'd have to have a big lump of blue cheese with it. Ooh. What about you, Sam? Bailey's. Yeah, Bailey's. Pint glass full of ice, amazing. Yeah. Bailey's on its own. Bailey's in coffee. Bailey's in hot chocolate. Pour when we had the pub, when I had the pub, we used to get pint glass, fill it full of ice, and then just pour the Bailey's in. And then just <laughs> some of the team today were make, making um, coffee and saying it was just missing the Bailey's because that's what they've been doing all through the holiday. Oh um, yeah, yeah. You have to normally. I've not been bad this year, but in like years ago. You'd have to wean yourself off. Of <laughs> you couldn't just go cold turkey for dry January. You have to sort of say, "Well, I'll just cut down bit by bit." Then, yeah. Go on, son. Okay, this is the last one from me. Then, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, now a surprise party mm. organized by your partner. They've done everything, you know, nothing about it. They've organised the food, invited the guests or for your birthday or one you've organised and planned yourself. Who are you asking? Go on, Hell, you go first. Um, 
I think that's dead tricky. <laughs> I don't okay. think I don't think I'd like a surprise party. Mm. But not organised by anybody. Not not you know not not nothing against anyone like that. I just don't think I'd like to walk in somewhere thinking I was. I think I'd be a bit devoured if I thought I was going somewhere, and then. You know, if they said, like, under pretense, oh, we're going here, you'd be like, yeah, you're dead up for it. And then you walk in the room and go, surprise, oh, we're staying here. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think... I think you it, thought you were going for your COVID booster, though, and you ended up having a rave instead. Yeah, that'd be cool. Wow, that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. <laughs> um, so, yeah, probably probably just an organised party. <laughs> what about you, Bri? Um... I, I I quite like surprises. I had a really nice surprise party last year, um, and it was really lovely. Um, and I really didn't expect it; had no idea at all. And there were people on Zoom and all manner of things going on, um, which was lovely, really lovely. So uh, yeah, probably a surprise party is cool. Oh, yeah. cool. Oh, what about you, Sam? My well, um, fortunately, I didn't have anyone to organise the surprise party, so I. Roland, are you listening? Oh God, no, 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 no. <laughs> so, and that suits my character that I do it myself. I'm not bothered about parties for myself, really. I'd rather do something quiet, I think, when it's my birthday. But um when it was my auntie's my auntie's 40th, I always remember this. My uncle said, Oh, we're going out for dinner, whatever. And um, which they he doesn't usually do things like that. But he said, oh, I've got a nip in here because electronic engineer and drop an amp off. And she thought, so typical. <laughs> and she went in and then there was the party and she was just absolutely over the moon. Oh. No, she was really taken aback. So that was quite cool. Cool. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, Dave said he'd, he'd, he'd leave that to Lynn. He leaves everything oh, to Lynn. He's Paul the oldest one, isn't she, Lynn? Yeah. We're just saying, Paul Lynn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, the jungle or strictly Bry? Jungle. Oh, would you? What about Not you, Sam? No, no. Brian, <laughs> eat a caterpillar, have rodents all over you. Well, it depends well, if you're asking me do I want to be in it or do I want to watch it? So, oh, no, sorry, be in it. To be in it, yeah. Well, I'd rather be in Strictly than be in the jungle. Oh, but yeah. I find the jungle more entertaining to watch than I do Strictly. I do not want to eat a witchetty grub. No, no. Um, definitely, definitely Strictly for me. A hundred percent Strictly for me, and I am going to be on it, and I am going to dance with Anton Dubeck. Okay. <laughs> Before I die, just you lose about two stone, don't oh, you? Oh, no, yeah, yeah. And you become like, I mean, dancing is like you've got to be they're like extreme athletes, people don't understand how like strong and powerful and everything that a dancer is. Um, Dave says strictly, um, and he said also says it gives him meaning and purpose in life. Paul, then just saying that poor woman. <laughs> <laughs> um, go on, Brian, have you done your three? Um, no, I've got one. Okay. Um, I don't know whether we're allowed to talk about brands and products, but anyway, I'm going to do yeah, it. Yeah. iPhone or Samsung? iPhone. Well, that was easy, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I've never used a Samsung. So I had, you know, the flippy Samsung that was like a little clam, yeah. and it looked like um, something out of space, uh, Star Trek. Yeah. Um, and it was the most beautiful when I first got it. I remember thinking that it was the most, most beautiful thing to hold. And I absolutely loved it. But then when the iPhone came out, that just like absolutely stormed the world, didn't it? And, and I've never used like one of the latest Samsungs, but they do mm. take amazing photographs, don't they? The quality of the photographs on a Samsung is amazing. What about you, Bri? iPhone, yeah. Uh, simply because I'm so old now, I've had so many different phones over the years. I couldn't possibly begin to learn a new menu system. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just know yeah yeah so. I, th I think it is isn't it what whatever you sort of start with i think you just stick to it i don't think very many people switch from if they've had it for a couple of years do they yeah so now we're over to bry so everybody knows who bry is he's our co-host he's stepped in many many times to yeah, help us yeah. out which is amazing yeah cool but you came on as a guest oh a long 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 time ago 
Yeah. I don't even think it was last year. I think it was the year before, you know. No, it, it was last year. Was I it don't last think it was. I think it was 2020. I think it was one well, of my first guests in 2020. If it was last year, it was before May. Mm -hmm. I think he came on in 2020 because it was before the nursery. And we said we'd have him back on when the nursery all kicked in. Oh, yeah. Um, so we did. I think yeah. the nursery. Right, actually, Hel. Yeah. You might yeah. Be right. I think the time's just flown. I think it was January. I'm just saying. Well, either way, um, both occasions, um, well, all three occasions were amazing. Um, <laughs> fun. Um, but I really, really loved um, co-hosting when, um, I'm struggling to remember her name, was on. Anyway. The musician lady. Yeah. Jade. Um, Jade. Yeah. Yeah. Jade Thunder. And I thought I what you know, I was poorly um and the questions you asked I thought were excellent and really Oh, good. she was a great guest, wasn't she? Yeah. Oh, she's she is amazing. I think we're booked in to have a coffee actually soon. So oh, and um, she's that, a wonderful yeah. person as well. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. just a gorgeous human being and she's like multi, multi-talented because mm. she does websites and there's like nothing she can't she's such a talented person. Yeah, you know, she but a musician. Too. So last time when you were here as a guest, Bri, yes, we'd spoken about um, TPM, which is the training provider, and all the amazing work that you've done with all of the young people. And, and we're saying young people as in 16, um, to sort of like apprentices and traineeships and um, sort of that age, you know, so like the school leavers age. Um, and you moved your building from... Um, the middle of town to, to, to the Baltic and, and yeah, you know, at these amazing offices in, in the Baltic. Um, but your big goal was to open a nursery because you were doing your childcare provision apprenticeships and things like that. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think when we were on, you, you, you were, I'm sure the nursery was being built. It was. It was being built. Um, and we actually opened it in September 21. But it was ready for like seven, eight months. And the whole lockdown thing had just churned that whole um, approval system, if you like. So the registration process with Ofsted to a bit of a slower crawl than usual. Um, but of course, every, you know, every week that went by, as frustrating as all of that was, it just gave us more time to get more things ready and, and, and really have it, um, you know, uh, ready really as it as as it goes if we'd have opened when it was ready as we first thought we'd have had recommendations i feel sure but the reality was we opened it we were approved and we didn't have any recommendations which was just fantastic mm -hmm. and um within eight days we had children starting um which was just incredible we set a, an open day for the 20th Parents and children came along and friends, of course. And then on the 27th, children started attending the nursery. Um, and it's been incredible, just just incredible. Um, absolutely uh, amazing. Obviously, it's been you know an ongoing challenge um, working through COVID and all of the different things that it throws at us, um, whether from a business perspective, a personal perspective, um, health attendance, all the other things. Mm -hmm. um, or, you know, life goes on and work still has to happen and we have to be able to get through that that list of things that we have to do every day, don't we, all of us? Um, and once the nursery was open, um, I was able to, like, escape mm -hmm. a five-minute solace and just say hi to the kids and um, just seeing smiles on faces, not on day one, but, you know, by day 10, they know you and stuff like that. Yeah. Incredible, just incredible. Um, and because of where we are in the city and, you know, by design and by intention and by great luck, we've got an incredibly diverse um, kind of, um, sorry, <laughs> um, a really diverse kind of community uh, going on in the nursery. And it's been, it's been amazing. We have, um, we've got children from um, amazing families and all walks of life. Um, but it was lovely that they all came back today and one of the little boys calls it English school because English oh. language. 
and um, apparently his mum and dad told us this morning that he's been asking for two weeks, when am I going to English school? Oh, isn't that so, lovely? Just amazing. Just, you know, stuff like that, you know, just two, four, five minutes in there, lifts your soul, lifts your soul. Yeah. Uh, and it's been amazing, just amazing. Um, and every week we're introducing or showing somebody new around. And as I said earlier, you know, we've had three, three new uh, young boys um come join us this week which has been fantastic Aww. which is brilliant isn't it you know when you everybody knows you as, as a training provider um yeah. and you know you've got an amazing reputation in the city for being one of the you know one of the best training mm -hmm. providers um and specializing in childcare. and the staff that you have are such a high caliber of people because they're like super qualified because then they go on to teach other people how to do the job and then they're moving into the nursery aren't they as well which is lovely must be lovely for them you know because they started out working in nurseries and then they've gone on to teach and then they're able yeah, to so that's true again. so the manager and the deputy are both people who we've redeployed from the training company into the nursery and that that's been a long-term plan and they've been part of that discussion negotiation um and so when we decide to decamp out of lime street um at the beginning of the covid uh, pandemic um mm -hmm. And we were always moving to a new premises with the intention of having both businesses as neighbors. So they've been part of that journey and, and to see that come together and to see them to kind of like, you know, kind of support people to take over their roles in TPM and then actually be there on day one and go, well, there you go, there you are, do it now. And they've done amazing, you know, both Tammy and Louise have done absolutely amazing in, in just kind of like reverting back to um, that that process, and of course, still learning within it. So you know they're learning to have all the team members around them, and they're bringing those team members on and joining them. But just seeing them, I've always known it theoretically that they're you know amazing approved child carers, but seeing them doing it with just amazing aplomb you know with absolute mm. no effort it seems doesn't it when you see yeah, yeah of course professionals at work it always looks effortless doesn't it yeah, yeah. you know yeah. and um yeah so when a youngster's yielding you know a heavy looking toy above another's head and they go <laughs> oh no we don't do that do we <laughs> you know and you just go yeah it's awesome it's awesome yeah but see parents and stuff and interacting and telling them about the child's day and we use software to do that as well of course you know but um yeah it's fantastic and that's him i think that's a really important thing you've just mentioned there brad because a lot of the young ones i work with the parents say we haven't heard anything back from school or we well we haven't had a parents evening as such because of covid whatever and the kids have done a term and, and I know why, I know things are challenging in schools, etc. There's no blame there, but it is really important as a parent mm -hmm. to know your kids' days when, because you worry and you don't know what's happened or anything. So I think the fact that they can just access and get feedback and know what's gone on each day is a massive thing. Yeah, you know, that's, that's part and parcel of the world of technology, isn't it? You know, yeah. I've, I've chatted with the team today about uh, innovation and the year ahead and new and great things. Um, and I think, you know, we've always been an organization that wanted to embrace um, technology and hopefully have done that in the right way. Um, yeah. Not everybody wants to engage with tech, but, you know, uh, in terms of how it's going and feedback and being engaged. So like our apprentices, employers can be as engaged as they want in the progression that apprentices are making um with a different piece of software and so we've gone into the nursery with exactly the same kind of thing sorry about the beeping because the dog's now eating his favorite christmas toy <laughs> that's all right this is live this is live away from animals yeah. and things like that you know um, my dog's actually yeah, quite quiet over the desk technology plays a really important part in keeping that information going doesn't it and um so that's good but yeah great experience um, definitely it, it's um I know because so you know we've got apprentices from you um or from from tpm we've got apprentices and um 
today um, one of your guys come over and I, I was trying to fill a form in and stuff and he said we can zoom it and, and um, he said oh I can do it on the phone and I said oh come over and he came over to the office and like three seconds later um, and it was done and then it was really funny because I'd sat there and I'd he said oh I'll go back to the office and I'll sign something and he went to the office and he signed something then it popped up on my screen and I signed something and then Emma said to me oh it's come up on my screen now and I said oh you sign it as well and within Oh, 35 yeah. seconds the three yeah. of us had all signed what we needed to sign to yeah you know and yeah. it's just like you know so technology is amazing and and the stuff that you can do um and as you say it's really good for the learners as well so especially for M, he can go on and he can see what he needs to do at what stage and if he's a little bit unsure he just goes back on again. He hasn't got a sort of say to anybody. So they're taking ownership, aren't they, of their own work? Mm -hmm. And the platform yeah. is, it, it's a great platform for them. So he was having a little look today because every now and again he goes, well, what else do I need to do? And I was like, oh, just have a little look, at press that. And and then he goes, oh, I need to do that and that. And I think for, for them, it's reassurance for them as well, isn't it? You know, that they can do it all is. this stuff. It's kind of a, it's a backup I, I see. You know, it's it's got to support you know what we do as humans um it's not a replacement it never will be not not in my opinion um and we use technology to support learning in a, in a kind of flexible and varied way and when you know you absolutely can't get into center it's there as a backup it's not the same as face to face yeah. you know teaching and learning for me you know is really about face to face and being in the room so you know i love the interaction with a teacher trainer facilitator it's what i do i love to do um so we don't we don't try and have it replace that because it can't um because when when a, a person doesn't understand the question or the remit or the task it needs a human to unravel that for us so we use it to kind of support that really but yeah, yeah. That was something that, um, of course, was big during the real full-on lockdown, wasn't it? You know, it's like it was very challenging. Yeah, yeah, amazing. So I'm going to go back to the nursery because yes, when we when you opened the nursery and then you had a little bit of an outsidey bit, mm -hmm. and now you've got a boss outside bit. <laughs> <laughs> we've got we've got a really big outside bit, mm -hmm. which will be really boss in about three to five months time all right yeah so um basically when we took we took the office suite um we negotiated some of the outside space with the landlord but we didn't kind of um take that space at that time because obviously we had to build the innards of the nursery first and all of that and get all of that ready so that that took several months then when we were approved because fencing the outside space would be very expensive so we didn't want to do that until we had approval we uh, made haste and we got um, an amazing fencing company to come and um, do that for us and they did do a great job um, and now we've got all of that and we've got at this moment in time we'd had all of the outside toys and bits and bobs ready so we immediately threw all of them into the car park space that fenced um and right now it's astro turfed and it's horrible and it's wet isn't it right now and it's really oh. cold and all of that so the minute we get anywhere near spring so like mid-february we're going to start making some really amazing outside play space so we're going to have as you know there's a grass corner to that yeah. spot so that's going to be a big kind of like woody uh grassy mud kitchen space mm -hmm. Um, where they'll have all dirty muddy play um and then we're going to have like a little slightly raised bit which will be all kind of like game frames and climbing frames and oh. hopscotchy type stuff and stuff that's you know drawn on the floor and then the flatter space will be where all of the bikes and the um you know the kind of like little trikes that they've got for the tiny toddler ones um and yet we're going to cover all of the top of that with really ni nicely brightly colored um kites and stuff like that um, oh, wow. and it's there and it's it's lovely when you see them getting on their little raincoats and their little sou'westers and their long johns and they go out for wet play it's They're great. so yeah. cute because yeah. it's even like um when i had a tour of it you know you see the coat pegs and everything 
and they have all these the nursery's beautiful and i love all the like the you've got the um all the nautical themes as you go in the seashells and the lighthouse and the yeah grass. yeah well, that, that's really about embracing the kind of um heritage of the seaport really that liverpool is and you know it's like um you know some of them have traveled here don't imagine many of them have traveled by sea but who knows um because yeah. they're not uh, liverpool natives um and so we wanted to make sure that you know the children get an opportunity to learn about the, the seafaring nature and um, narrative of the city as well um so yeah their their little groups and their little rooms have got like seafaring names like you know baby mariners and um oh. little pirates and stuff like that oh yeah. my god but when you go in and yeah so i saw the nursery before you'd opened it and then haven't had a tour when you did the open day and when you actually see the the kids in the nursery in, um, it just it's just fantastic and it comes to life and they're all so happy in the little space i think it's lovely and um when you when you know before the winter came and they were playing outside a little bit it sort of lifts your heart i think you know when you walk past the nursery and it's just nice to have that there's little people in there you know that's what i think i think the sound of like little people playing you know when if you ever walk past the school playground and they're all out and you can hear them all running and laughing and stuff like that it's just a, a magical sound isn't it and um i was going to say the same as you son as they were outside um and there was only like two little ones and they were playing outside and they were laughing with each other and oh climbing on and off the bikes and things and i was just sat in the car and i was just watching them and think oh they're just like too cute aren't they you know to be running around yeah. and playing and stuff it's just ace isn't it they can go to work and see these magical things with the little people it's boss but i think also what's been amazing is um you kind of theoretically know things in life don't you and um i suppose when you do uh, an adventure an enterprise like this you kind of put that theory to the test so um an example of that was like tammy and um louise who are the manager and the deputy and i've known them for like 15 plus years each and i know that their knowledge is, is amazing and then seeing that come to life with a plum like that was incredible but then also being part of a business center community like we are which is massive isn't it it's huge there's like more businesses in there than we we even dream about but then you, you you present something like that and then immediately people pop up and go oh hello i work upstairs can i bring my little boy my little girl in here and you go wow you know so we're surrounded by parents who've got little people needing love and care and to be able to bring that as close to their work as you possibly can is just another bonus for me really you know incredible it saves massive hassle doesn't it, it saves you know you you, you... So I know I know Rach, you know my my friend Rach, you know her, her little ones are in in we're in um, nurse, uh, like a childcare nursery thing. So she'd have to drive to them to drop them off, and then she'd have to drive the other way to go to work, and then coming and it, it was close to their house, and that's why you know. But it's a bit of a you know driving and dropping. And now Hannah's in nursery and James is in school. You've got to do like those two journeys before she then goes to. I mean Charlie's home now, but before he he was working away. So all of that before you've even started your day. Whereas if you drive to work and you just go, there you go, and you go yeah. upstairs, must be amazing, mustn't it? And it puts you under less pressure. Like if, I remember, you know, trying to get to the school gate and you get out of work and if the traffic's bad or something at that time. Whereas if you come out of work and just pick them up and then you drive home, you're not physically driving to a nursery. It makes a difference. But also the Baltic's quite densely populated now, isn't it? Yeah. And then there isn't much facilities like that there. So I Increasingly think so, yeah. And that, that was all part of the business plan. So the you know, the business plan was written and evolved and written and evolved and rewritten and evolved. And and all of those things were in there theoretically for what seemed like the very longest time, you know. And mm -hmm. um and now, of course, that we're there and we're open and, and we're seeing and experiencing all of these things, it, it, you know, that, that's exactly my point, really. It's immensely rewarding seeing all of that, what was theory, theory um, become reality, you know. And, and you know, Bri, as well, I think it's when people talk about the fruits of the labour. So, you know, you were extremely tenacious and I know Kevin helped you on this and you worked tirelessly, tirelessly right through the lockdown you were doing seven day weeks you worked every single weekend on that and you know some people must have thought you were mad doing it and the location and everything as well um and look what's happened 
it's yeah. all come to fruition it's yeah. all worked you followed it you kept on keeping on and it's all worked for you now no, so it's, it's, it's massively rewarding time. yeah really really rewarding um i was probably the one who most thought i was mad <laughs> 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 no, I thought it was a brilliant. It's like movie. it wasn't enough, you know, providing further education for sixteen to, to sixteen-year-olds. <laughs> uh, Monday to Friday, you thought we'd build something for naught to fives on a weekend as well. For <laughs> a year. And you're absolutely right, Sandra. You know, absolutely would never have happened without Kevin. Um, you know, yeah. we're so fortunate for what he contributed to that, and all of the other people around it who believed in it and made it happen as well, um, which was incredible. Um, but it is, it's great now. It's not there, it's not a full capacity, but um, there's a part of me that really likes that. So, you know, your business brain goes, it needs to be a full capacity. And, and then we were having a chat with a parent over the holiday break and we talked more about it, having caught up with her in person today. Mm -hmm. um, and she's got like real kind of work, rotor scheduling challenges. Mm -hmm. And um, the fact that we're not at capacity yet means that we can flex with her right now. We might not always be able to do that forever, but we can right now, and that's great. Um, so doing stuff for, yeah, there's, there's something, I always thought it would be about um, the reward of the children. You know, my, my philosophy for it is live, love, learn, because they were all things that I struggled with um, at some point in my life. And I thought, if we can make those things right between naught and five, chances are they'll be great for the rest of their mm, life. That's right. But that's that's the whole idea of it. But there's something that I never anticipated, which is about what it means to the parents. Yeah. And although I built that in theoretically into the business planning, um, it's been amazing seeing parents go, wow, she, she painted that? He yeah. made that? she didn't cry what do you mean you know and it's um it's just it's just lovely so um no it's 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 just win-win yes we need more um so if anyone's listening and wants to know there's spaces yes wow. uh, and you know you know we're really well networked we're all set up with the local authority you know we've got the funding for twos and threes where that matters and parents will know what that means um but yeah it's all going in and of course way. i think it's really important you know as a former teacher to get children in. a lot of people don't realize the impact of um support in early years and it's very important to have children socializing and doing normal play and you always say this helen don't you play is part of the developmental process so you know we do a lot of parents they're working hard and they might think oh well i'll reward my child and get them an ipad things like that well actually buckets and sand are equally important, you know, and so I know so they didn't do anything, they just played with sound. That's all part of the developmental process. Um, and emotionally, Sandra, you know, for me, that's that's my big one, you know, going to school at five years old and going, Oh my god, what are they doing to me? Emotionally, <laughs> that was a real wrench. And yeah. I reckon I probably struggled with lots of things in my life as a result of that, you know. Um it wasn't like I wasn't doing great things, you know. I spent I spent like two years of my life in North Wales with my nan and granddad, amazing youth. Um, but I wasn't actually mixing in that kind of way with other children and stuff like that. that was so You've got to have your mates, haven't you? Little Clearly, people need their mates. They need had, they need yeah. little ones to be able to jabber away to, yeah. and they can't understand what each other. Well, they can't. They can understand. No one else can understand what they're saying to each other when you yeah, say yeah. two little toddlers. But yeah. they get on with it and they play and they. Yeah. You know, they share yeah. and they learn so many skills from just playing and being together. Well, John says, John Drysdale's listening in, sorry. And he oh says, fabulous God. guest. We love the, oh, the Brian, you are, the Brian. <coughs> so there oh, you go. Kind, thank you. Um, that's a really good point, actually, that, you know, one of the um, things that we've been able to do is um, not all of the children that we're, we're caring for right now are full time. Um, and that's great because that means they're doing other mm. things some of the some of the week um and but one of the things we've been able to do is for those who are not full time is to say to their parents um let them come in on such a morning and let them come in on such an afternoon and why don't you have a freebie day on this day because they can be friends for play with other children yeah. who would otherwise be on their own or just a twosome 
Um, and that's both, that's win-win all around, isn't it? It's win-win for us because the kids have got playmates. It's win for them because they've got more play and mm-hmm. uh, um, development and socialization. Um, and it's win for the parents who, you know, get to go and do something for them for a day that they didn't expect or a half day they didn't expect. Yeah, lovely. So, yeah. Um, it is so the impact. Is, I, I remember doing um, a session with it with a young lad. He was nine, and he came to one of my fitness sessions, and um, he did that good. And he went and he went home, and, and and the next day I said, "Oh, how did he get on? Was he all right when he got home?" And um, the message I received from the mum, and it proper made me like really choked. And it was um, he'd been in. T- he, he he went into school the next day, and he ran in to tell his friends what he'd done the night before. Um, and she said he'd been getting bullied in school and she said the impact on him the teacher the class and her from doing a 45 minute session the night before um and i was like wow you just don't think of that yeah and it's so it's not just about you know you were saying brian you you know you're focused on the little people it's the impact of having those happy little people the, the ripple effect of, of everything else that goes on so mum and dad will go to work and they'll be happy because little person's in staff are better in there because they haven't got anyone who's upset mm-hmm. the little mates are all playing mm-hmm. and that impacts on them and then it just ripples doesn't it and then home, you've got things to talk about and, the more and they're bringing things home aren't they like you know like you said you know one of the little girls have done a painting or something and then they bring and then they'll be showing everyone oh look what our little such and such has done this painting and stuff yeah. and then that boosts their confidence and it's just all those little wins isn't it you know that that goes through it's just uh, amazing so we'll put a link to the nursery i was going to say we need to put a link yeah we'll put a link on the page shortly when the show finishes and people can check it out if they want to and find out a bit more about it. Thank Definitely. you very much. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing nursery. It's an amazing place with amazing staff. Anyway, we're going to rock on now to our okay. next thing because I've got a little tick next to this and it says red face. Oh, God. <laughs> so, do you remember, you know, we have World Book Day every year. So when I was a teacher, I was in a school where not everybody would have been able to go and use the tokens to get books. So we used to have the tokens delivered to the school and I used to phone up Waterstones and Smiths in Birkenhead because it was over the water and tell them and they say, right, okay, come down, etc. So Waterstones were great and because they held some back so that everyone could get them, not just us, because we took a load of the books away for the kids and I used to give them out to them. So I had to leg it down in, in at lunchtime as quick as I could, get into Waterstones in Birkenhead so I'm talking to the shop assistant. We've got it. Oh, she goes, oh, could you move out of that area, please? Because this gent, they had an author there. He'd come to talk about his book and he was doing all magical stuff and he was with a costume. And I said, oh, I'm so sorry. Grabbed my books and knocked this beautiful crystal ball that he brought to do his thing with the kids on the floor, which smashed. <laughs> Children, get back, get back from the class. Oh, it was it was just in pieces everywhere. And there'd been glitter in it, and it was all over the carpet and water. So it was, and I was going, I'm so sorry. And he's going, I think it's best if you just leave now. It was terrible. Honestly, absolutely awful. And when I got back to school, I was like, oh my God, telling them that they were just crying. Did you laugh though? Yeah, hilariously, absolutely awful. Yeah, so that was I like was dying as I got out the shop with all these books. I want them. I want the magician, the author man, to message us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was horrendous. I want somebody to know who said, "Oh, do you remember when I was in Waterstones and I was queuing up to get my book signed, and that woman swanned in and smashed the crystal ball?" (laughs) It was was obvious though that the crystal ball was like a key part of what he was going to do because he had his big cloak on and everything, and and it was like. And it was like a big posh one with glitter and colours and there was like liquid in it. And then it just was in smithereens and the carpet. Oh, it was just terrible. <laughs> when we were saying crystal ball, we thought, ooh. We need to ask uh, Waterstones if they've got the CCTV <laughs> But yeah, that's on YouTube. It was years ago now. It was ab- oh, it was mortifying. One of my many red faces. You know, I do them with style. That's a good red face, that. Have you got just a normal one for this week? Have you done anything? 
probably, but that's just obliterated it. Um, well, I was I left, I did leave my phone in the restaurant on um, yeah. New Year's Eve. That was, but it that's just standard, really, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but they were so nice, the people and everything. Have you right. got any red face bribes anything happened to you this week? Um, my my usual one is forgetting names, to be honest. Um, you know, when when and when I should know them. Um, but I never ever forget faces ever, ever. Oh, ever. Um but yeah, I'm compensating oh. that way. My my most regular um likelihood for red face at the moment is when walking Bailey. So Bailey's my miniature schnauzer. Uh, for anyone who might be listening, um, and he's only nine months old, and he doesn't know what it's all about yet. Um, but when he sees another dog, he barks hysterically, and he's got quite a high-pitched squeal. <laughs> so I get lots of compliments, uh, lots of compliments, lots of comments about when a thing's going to drop, and is he getting neutered, and um, so on and so on. But usually I just smile and go, he's just a puppy. Um, but when it gets really embarrassing is sometimes I get looks like I'm trying to steal him. And I think some people sometimes <laughs> genuinely think I've stolen a dog and he's barking aesthetically to get away from me. And I do feel a little bit, but I'm, I'm really resisting kind of like doing any of that. Um, but yeah, it's it's usually oh. Bailey. Yeah, Sorry, I have to. does you know business, and I haven't got one of the little poop bags with me. That's that's horrendous. Oh, oh yeah, God, that's awful. Can I just say, Ty wanted tip tip number one. Ty wanted the lead on the handle of the dog lead yeah. at all times. Yeah. That's what I do. Bailey now. is the most best behaved dog in the world. To sit under a table and a take no notice, Poppy. <laughs> I have got a quick red face which I remembered, which was this morning. So I'm teaching online, and I said to the guy, I was teaching Spanish this morning, 8 o'clock in the morning, I said to the guy, oh, you've grown a beard over the holidays. <laughs> and he goes, Sandra, I've had a beard for two years. <laughs> I've taught him Spanish for nearly two years. He said I started growing at the beginning of lockdown. Was like, and I went, oh, yeah, I mean, it's grown loads. <laughs> now I trimmed it. Yeah, every week. I went to Brown and Beauty said I've had a beard for two years. That was bad. That is a bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, because I don't remember faces, I'm the opposite. I remember names. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. What about you, Helen? Have you had a red face this week? Or is that no, just knocking around with me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what we, we were roaring laughing at something. Like, and I, oh. I was just gone. Everything. We've had a few things. They just happen all the I time. I think when we took, I took the, we took the dog for the walk. Then we did to Crocs with Poppy. We took Poppy. We had a little walk. Oh yeah. And I said oh. to Santa, I said, "Oh, so we're going to go a little walk." I said, "Round the park." She goes, "Oh yeah, okay." So I was going to go and do like me little woods hikey thing, and then I looked at the footwear of Sandra and thought, "Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'll, I'll just do a little, little stroll, like, you know, a little gentle, little gentle walk." And then Poppy, of course, like, you know, because she's a little bit, she was out and she had the poo. And uh, <laughs> just, Sandra just, like, went, gone, like, it was just, like, hysterical. It wasn't that. The gust of wind, unfortunately, <laughs> went across Poppy's business at the inappropriate moment and up my nostrils and my eyes were watering and oh it was terrible I was really it was just the reaction the reaction was amazing i was trying to be discreet and you couldn't didn't really work laugh. didn't work i was laughing was right i'm gonna use my phone okay because i'm gonna do a skill share with you oh and right. i'm gonna well, hold me away oh. i'll take out the charge right Broke i'm gonna put my phone there can you see it yeah yeah Right, okay. So we're not on the radio anymore. We're just like on thing. You so new, I don't we need don't to, have to worry explain. about that. No. So we're going to put Siri on. Right. Siri Lumos. <laughs> Siri Knox. Amazing. It doesn't work. I've tried Expelliarmus. <laughs> I've tried, I tried to win Guardium Leviosa as well. That didn't work either. Guardium Leviosa. I know, but how cool is that? It turned Amazing. your torch on and turns it off. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Beck Waterfield, for sharing that last night on Facebook. Yeah, well, she hasn't told me how to get Siri, has she? You'll just say <laughs> it. Press and hold, or just, you'll just say it. Siri, I... 
Hey Siri, you have to say. Hey Siri, you have to say. Hey yeah, Siri. Just turned on. There you go. <laughs> you mustn't have the settings. I'll be googling that in a minute on YouTube. <laughs> Look, okay. Brad's, Brad's phone's going nuts. <laughs> Mine's doing it for you, Sandra. <laughs> right. Massive, massive thank you to Bri for coming thank on. Thank you so Time much, guys. Um, lovely to come back. Thank you so much for being our first guest of 2022 at our new time. And you are going to close the show for us with an amazing um, quote. All right, sure. Um, so this little something that I've had for a very long time, you can see it's on a very old tatty piece of paper and I keep it with me all times. It's by Carl Jung and it says, your vision will become clear only when you look into your heart. Who looks ahead? Dreams. Who looks within? Awakens. Thank you very much for inviting me on. It was lovely to see you both again. Thank you for coming on. Very Thank you, Sam. That was very good. So, um, are we here before you do your battler? No, because, oh, yes, we are. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. a week Wednesday. A so week Wednesday. Next week we have it, and then the okay. battler starts. Okay. So, my mum thought, thought we were joking when we were talking about that. Everyone it's thinks real I'm mom. joking. People think I'm joking. No one believes me. It was the same when I did the Santa Dash the first time. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to say good night and thank you very much and see you all next week. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. Bye, folks. Bye. Bye bye. Bye. -bye. bye, -bye.